0: You're about to listen to a message from the Life Point Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. So I'm about to share my special song. No, I'm not. Good evening, everyone. Please have your seat. Nah. <laughs> wow. Good evening, everyone. It's such an honor. Oh, I said, wow. Now, I'm under a lot of pressure. Can we give it up for my pastors in the building? I see is in the building. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> wow. Um, help me, Jesus. Okay. Amen. It's such an honor. I want to thank um, Pastor Busola for this opportunity for trusting. Can we shout out and just say we love you, Pastor Busola? Um Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, and it's such. <laughs> it just sounds very weird. Okay, uh, but it's such an honor to be sharing the word. I do not take it uh, lightly. That's why I had to borrow Pastor so That's my you see I'm not using the regular so that you know that it's serious business. Shout out to PI in the house. The coolest. The coolest. I didn't know he was coming today. I would have probably worn a suit or something, but. Okay, what we have, um, shall we just pray quickly, Father, we thank you for uh, this privilege to hear from your throne, we thank you, because we know that your word gives life, and we ask that you fill us with your light this evening, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you speak through me, you speak to our hearts, and um, we'll leave you transformed, stirred up in faith, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So I have just 30 minutes, and um, <laughs> 25 minutes. Yes, but uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, i trust, we're gonna have a fantastic time. Um, what I like about the exchange is it's a cozy environment, so it's more like we're having a conversation. Yeah. So please feel free to, uh, you know, all those things we do back in the day. Glory, preach it, preach it, FM. You know, all of that stuff. FN. PFN sounds like Pentecostal Fellowship of Nigeria. It's just very weird. It's it's so weird. Okay. Um, Growing up, you know, I used to watch this TV series called This Life. How many of us remember This Life? This Life life is beautiful. Yeah, so I had, and then, I mean, Caleb is at the back saying, yes, it is part of my generation, but sadly, I'm not. I'm still a millennial, and um, I just happened to read a lot. So I, I knew back in the day, you know, people like Caleb, Samuel, Sholalawa used to watch series like that. We, we know only Netflix, HBO, and all of that. But back, back then, there was this teaser, the opening video, right, um, where you see one, the father and the son, and then the father will be telling the son who was on the roof, jump, you remember, right? Saying, jump, jump, I'll catch you, jump, jump, I'll catch you. Uh, first off, I used to wonder how the son got on the roof in the first place, right? But it's a Nigerian TV series. Um, it explains why a lot of baby boomers behave the way they do now. Just, um, anyway, so um, eventually the child jumps, the boy jumps, and the father steps aside, and then the son falls to the floor. And then the father whispers in his ears. How I many of us remember what he said? <laughs> you see, Pastor Busola knows that story, <laughs> you know. And the father says, "Never trust anyone," you know. Um, thankfully, God is not like that, you know. I like that song by Amanda Cook. It says that you don't give your heart in pieces. God um, is there. God is sure. God is sure. God is sure. And for the past couple of couple of weeks, we've been talking about greater faith. Last week, we talked about shaping events. Uh, which was a beautiful, beautiful sermon. Can we give it up to uh, Pastor Shola and uh, PFA? Was it was it PFA? Um, yeah. yeah. In the morning, it was amazing. It was amazing. And um, so today, I'll be talking um, about a, to- a topic called why faith fails, and that's a very interesting question because um, faith is not supposed to fail, right? Uh, But, for some reason, because we failed to apply some principles, uh, faith eventually fails. Um, As believers, we live our lives by faith. It's like our SOP, our standard operating procedure, right? You know, it's the way we are wired to live as believers. Um, A lot of times we act and respond, someone is asking what's SOP, just Google it. (laughs) A lot of times we act and respond to circumstances based on how we feel or what we see. And it shouldn't be the case. Um, I know that the past year has been such a shaking one for all of us. And if you've noticed, a lot of people stopped, you know, turning to God and rather they started acting based on their fears. They started acting based on our government. They started acting based on the economy. So a lot of my friends are no longer in Nigeria. Even the ones that two years ago were telling me I believe in my country. I believe in Nigeria. Nigeria will be great again. You know, but now they are screaming on Twitter, from Canada. <laughs> and I can't even see their tweets because Twitter has been banned. right? So, um, but we are not supposed to act based on, and there's nothing wrong with relocating to they abroad if it's based on instruction from God. Uh, but what's important is that we don't act based on how we feel. We act based on God's word, based on God's instructions. Amen. 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 We are required as believers to walk, live and respond to God's promises with corresponding action. That's a very, very important one. And when I was going through the notes, you know, I remember the story of a few weeks ago when someone promised me a PS4. Now I have a PS4, just saying. Yes. Yes, I can practice. So Adrian is my neighbor, and let's just leave it there. He has a PS4 too. Let's just leave it there. It's irrelevant right now. Uh, but now I have a PS4 and I can practice and just figure out how to revenge. Um, but the, my, my goal, the goal of the story is that, you know, a friend of mine called me a few weeks ago who just got a PS5. And then he says, hey, I have a PS4 and I want to give it to you. Maybe he sensed that I needed to revenge. And then, you know, before he handed the PS4 to me, I already started shopping online for games, Mortal Kombat. FIFA 20, 20 20-something, and the likes, you know. And I bought those games based on the the promise from my friend that I was going to give. Eventually, I, I mean, I have the PS4 now, so I've been a different story if I didn't get it. But I acted based on what I heard. I acted based on the promise from a friend. And trust me, that's man that can fail, You know, amazingly, we serve a God that doesn't fail. And sometimes it's difficult to trust him. And there are loads of promises in scripture about God's promises. For my thoughts towards you are thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you hope and a future. So why do we feel helpless? Why do we feel hopeless sometimes? It's because we are distracted by the winds and the waves. Tell your neighbor, I'm not distracted by the winds and the waves. Amen. 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 So it's my prayer that in this season we receive courage. I like that song, Ocean, so much. You know, I will call upon your name and fix my eyes above the waves. That's how faith is stirred up. That's how, that's how faith is developed. Amen. 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 We're going to read scripture quickly so that you know that I am sort of spiritual. You know, I don't think that uh, this is a motivational speech. Let's read Habakkuk 2.2. And we have Cook 2.2 on the screen, NLT version. And I'll read from here. Then the Lord said to me, do we have it? Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablet so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. My point here is, if you go on reading it, it says, if it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. And sometimes in our minds it feels like it's delayed. But trust me, in, the, in God's plan, in God's grand agenda, it's not delayed. It's him working things for our good. Amen? So look at the proud. I like that part. It says, look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. The righteous will need, live by their faithfulness to God. So it's part of our DNA as believers, to be filled with faith. Amen? Amen. So some might be asking, what's the framework for the faith walk? What's the framework for the faith walk? Um, one of the points here I have is instructions from God, instructions from the Word of God. So, What does the Bible say about your situation? So, before you go out worrying, you know, about what to eat, what to drink, have you read scripture that says that God will supply all your needs according to his riches? Amen? There are loads of scriptures that addresses every situation, you know, every single situation. We already knew there was pandemic in the scripture their own version of pandemic. You don't believe me? The plagues, that was pandemic. You agree? Amen. I I had Tony tonight. I begged her to come. Uh, But instructions from the Word of God. So before you turn to the news, before you turn to logic, we are quick to trust in our intellect, our wisdom, our experience, our master's degree, our PhD, all of that stuff. Before we turn to scriptures, You know, and there's this thing on social media about your own truth, my truth, your truth. Trust me, there's only one truth, and it's the Word of God. Amen. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That's so powerful. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Amen. That's the Word of God, in effect. Also, specific instructions from the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible talks about how the Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit teaches all things. The Holy Spirit knows all things. You know, so I, I love it when the especially in worship, you know, when the Holy Spirit just tells me what song to sing, you know, to dwell on this or a particular theme. And I've seen God actually prove it, you know, and maybe someone walks up to me after a meeting or a service and says, oh, that word was for me. And in my heart, I was feeling, I'm not sure I want to say this, but with obedience, I paid attention and I, and I acted based on that. So specific instructions from the Holy Spirit, um, John 14, 26 talks about the fact that when the Father sends the advocate as, so, but when Jesus speaking says, but when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, it will teach you everything and it will remind you of everything I have told you. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, amen, 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 amen. Okay. I'm doing well on time. Okay. Yes. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Also, our actions. We should not act based on our emotions. Uh, No action should be done out of emotional or psychological pressure. There's so much pressure in our world today. Social media pressure. Uh, Twitter is out of the way. We have gone out of our way to get VPN to be pressured by Twitter. You know, there's Facebook, there's Instagram. No, Facebook for Caleb now. (laughs) There's Facebook. I have to be conscious of the demography. You know, there's Facebook for Caleb Shola, you know. Um, There's Instagram for, you know, maybe Demilade, Ejiro, and then there's Twitter for us. Gen Z people. If you're laughing now, anyway, never mind. But yes, you know, there's so much pressure. I mean, you don't act based on pressure. You know, everybody is coming up with one hashtag or the other, and we are under pressure to do "Put your hands on my shoulder." On whose shoulder? You know. And now that trend has gone. Everyone who was pressured to do it now has either something very ridiculous on the internet for the rest of their lives, and everyone has moved on. If you did it, God is on the throne can create a new Instagram account. You know, God can do it. Funny story, I have a picture on MySpace. Yes, I was holding a bottle of alcohol from probably 10, 15 years ago. It's still there on MySpace, if the server still works. And I, tried, I forgot the password, I tried to delete it, but thankfully MySpace is no longer functioning. yeah, yeah, oh well, my truth, but yeah, and finally Thanksgiving, I love this so much, I think in the midst of it all, we should always give thanks, you know, and last week Shalom mentioned something very striking about how Jesus received the five loaves and two fishes, and in spite of the fact that he knew, based on logistics, that it wasn't going to be enough, the Bible says that he gave thanks and what happened? Multiply. There's multiplication when we give thanks. When your faith feels like it's shaking, give thanks all the same. You know, this sickness is not unto death, but that the Lord might be glorified, that God be glorified. So God might be taking you through that storm to glorify Himself. And so you don't take the glory. Amen. So in everything, we give thanks. That's one of the frameworks for faith. So um, the Bible talks about the story of Jacob. Um, we know Jacob as, you know, the fancy stuff that Jacob is, you know, yeah, Israel and, you know, all of that fancy stuff. But a lot of times we forget, and that's the amazing thing about God, how he changes your story. But we forget that Jacob was a born hustler. He was hustling right from the womb. Imagine. The person that said yes can relate. Amen. And even in our world today, a lot of times we use the word "hustler" as a thing of pride, and you know, how high they go, how they hustle, they go, how they hustle, you know. But we are not wired to hustle. Uh, we live and act from a place of rest, from a place of faith, from a place of trust in God. We do not rest from work, but we rest in God. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing but by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, make your request known to God. So we don't hustle. We know that God is good. We know that in every situation, God is working things for our good. So I'm going to be like PI right now and tell you to tell your neighbor, God is working things for your good. Amen. I'm sure PI is just shaking his head like you didn't do it well enough, but Amen. Amen. And why did I talk about the story of Jacob? If, let me see if I still have time. I think I have a few minutes. We're going to read um, Genesis from verse 32. So we have better context of the story of Jacob. Can we read Genesis 32 from verse 3? Yeah. Um, then Jacob sent messengers ahead to his brother Esau, who was living in the region of Seir in the land of Edom. He told them, give this message to my master Esau. Humble greetings, still hustling mentality. Humble greetings from your servant, from your servant. Okay, Jacob. Until now, I have been living with Uncle Laban, and now I own cattle. Very relevant: donkeys, flocks of sheep and goats, and many servants, but both men and women. I have sent these messengers to inform <laughs> my lord of my coming hoping that you will be friendly to me. Next verse. After delivering the message, the messengers returned to Jacob and reported, we met your brother Esau, and he's already on his way to meet you with an army of 400 men. For context, we remember what Jacob did to his brother Esau. And this is him trying to walk his way around it. And that's like so many of us. In the end, it discovers that Esau had no grudge or held no grudge. Do you remember? But this was him trying to figure it out all by himself. You know, you've been watching Netflix and you see that Canada is beautiful, Canada is beautiful. So you've been applying for visas, visas. And they keep telling you, we are sorry, we cannot give you a visa at this time. And you've applied again. You've changed your name, changed your date of birth. And you're just kind of like Esau. Amen. But God is asking that you surrender, that you put all your plans before him. Because he knows the end. From what? From the beginning. And he loves you too much to fail you. Amen. I hire daily as well. Faith requires total surrender. Faith requires total surrender. Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. That should be our prayer. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you will call me. Faith requires that our trust in God is without limits and boundaries. So, if God says, um, the Bible says that if you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and not doubt in your heart, you'll have whatever you say. It's as simple as that. Faith as little as the mustard seed. Amen. Just a little bit of faith. Amen. Amen. Faith in God must be absolute. Faith in God must be absolute. You know, sometimes we are like, I trust God, but let me just have this as a backup plan. How many of us have done that? Yes. Regularly. You know. It's this girl, but let me still talk to Amaka. You never know. You know. Yeah. I know I'm not talking from experience. I'm going to make up a story of Shola. You know. Just to get him back. I um, assume that Shola meets. A girl, you know, in church, and God says, ah, "Okay, you know," or He says to maybe BWS, that, oh BWS, I think I found somebody, I found peace." You know how Christianese guys do it. I think I found peace in my heart, you know, and truly he has found peace, and God has spoken to him. And then Amaka shows up the next day or the next Sunday, and then he's like, "Yes, I believe that God." Um, I've spoken about this particular lady but I'll keep talking to her marker just to see how it goes that's not absolute surrender that's not absolute trust in God see how I found a way to just shade shall I, in between I'm trying Pentecostal Fellowship of Nigeria Amen like I said faith has to be absolute um, or it may soon become impotent Faith in God has to be absolute. Amen. 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 Um, it's my prayer that as we go through, I like I like that song in the crushing and the pressing, you are making new wine. You know, so even in the midst of the crushing, you are not turning to logic. You are not turning to it. Doesn't make sense. The things of God sometimes don't make sense. Eventually, it will. But in the process of the crushing, and the crushing for you might be losing a job. The crushing for you might be being dumped. I know Shola has been dumped a few times, but I trust God, you know, for you. In um, the crushing and the pressing, God is doing something beautiful. God is making new wine. God is making new wine. Not the alcohol, alcoholic one, but just stick to wine. Amen. Jacob had gotten used to receiving blessings by deception, you know. But God wanted to bless him through his surrender. So you can see from scriptures, he was trying to always, you know, how he deceived Esau, you know, and saying, okay, I'll give you the food and all of that stuff. And putting hair on his body, just deception every single time. But God needed absolute surrender. We remember when he wrestled with the angel, right? I'm not going to go into all of that because of time. But if necessary, God will cause us to limp, to increase our vulnerability and dependency on him. So sometimes you are going through all of that because God wants you to trust him so that he gets the glory. Amen. It's so easy for us to just back away when adversity shows up. It's so easy for us to give up when we face you know, trials and all of that stuff. It's so easy to forget that you and God have history. It's so easy to forget. And that's the devil's plan. Amen. Remember the words of Jacob, though he slay me yet, will I trust him? Is anybody ready to trust God that in the midst of circumstances we choose to hold on to our faith in our Father who never fails? Amen. 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 Faith should connect us with the intangible promises of God some of which may not even manifest in our lifetime. Yeah. Some of the things we are believing God for is for our generations yet unborn. Some of the things we are trusting God for, the fact that we are praying and speaking into Nigeria. My forefathers have been praying for Nigeria. That's why it's a little bit better. You don't agree? We have internet. And we have mobile phones, remember. Amen. But my point is, some of the things we are trusting God for are things that we cannot even handle yet. Things that we cannot comprehend. I don't know if that makes sense. Amen. 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 We see a perfect example of absolute surrender in Jesus in Luke 22 from verse 41 to 43. uh, Where he says, And he has withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it's your will... Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. That should be our, our, um, that's the way to live for us as believers, emulating Christ. Amen. So ask your neighbor, do you have a plan B? Amen. Do you have a plan B? You have a plan B and C. Sorry, plan Jesus, Amen. Woo! Praise God. We rehearsed it together. No, we did not. I'm trying to be funny as well. Amen. Amen. So, do you have a plan B? As believers, we should avoid self-help. Or you know, there's a word we, all, I mean, a phrase we always say: "Heaven helps those who help themselves." That's not true. That doesn't even make sense. Doesn't, I've tried to help myself. It didn't work out. You know, Jesus helps us. Jesus is our help. My help, all of my help, coming from the Lord. Amen. The Bible talks about the story of Abraham, you know, in Genesis 16, verse 1 to 6. Um, can we quickly read that quickly? Genesis 16, verse 1 to 3. I have just 10 minutes left. Now, Sarah. Abraham, we know the story how women are powerful, by the way, just pointing it out. Now, Sarah, Abraham's wife, had not been able to bear children for him, but she had an Egyptian servant named Agar. So Sarah said to Abraham, The Lord has prevented me from having children. Go and sleep with my servant. That's not the plan. That wasn't the plan from the very beginning. Perhaps I can have children through her. And Abraham agreed with Sarah's proposal. I want to just piggyback on this. Sometimes your friend might seem to be giving you the perfect advice. But if it's not God's plan, please ignore them. It might seem like the, you know, dump him. Which is kind of he's taking you to mega chicken. Can't take you to... And God is saying, that's your husband. Be patient. He will have money soon. And so you just listen to Deborah. who is saying... See, everything is not chicken and chips. You know, trust God. Amen. Amen. We can see, and, and, and you can see how it progresses from just one mistake, from Abraham's, you know, Abraham's decision has created problem for generations to come. Amen. And God waited for 13 years after Abraham had fully settled with his plan B. This was a plan B. And then renew this covenant with him to bring him into God's perfect will, which, you know, as we know, was Isaac. Amen. So don't be in a hurry to search for a plan B. And plan B is not options. They are godly options. Amen. So it's okay to relocate. We joke about it, but it's okay to relocate if that's an instruction from God. If God is saying that you need to do your masters abroad, you know, that's it. You need to do your masters, and the options are to relocate to have a better chance of doing your masters. Loan for a business, you know, a business that you've been inspired to do by God, you know, you know, faith to leverage things, you know, faith to leverage principles. Amen. Those are kind. Those are the kind of godly options, you know. Um, We there is wisdom and fulfillment in taking faith-inspired actions as opposed to actions inspired by unbelief and doubt. So it's okay for other options if it's from a place of faith and not from a place of unbelief, not from a place of doubt. Amen? She didn't pick your call for two days. And you've already moved on to Sharon. Yeah. Yes. Amen. 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 So in closing... What are we saying in total? We are saying that you should trust God. We are saying that um, trust, lay hold on his promises. Before you turn to your friends, before you turn to what society is saying, before you turn to what people are saying on Twitter, you should hold on to God's words. You should be paying attention to the Holy Spirit as he speaks to you. Amen? Amen. And we should surrender, absolute surrender. Absolute surrender in everything, in every situation, in every situation. Don't be in a haste to move on to something else that may not be God. Amen. Amen. Does that make sense? Amen. You see, I did it. I'm, I'm, I'm right on, right on time. So, was I made you proud. Okay. Yes. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're just going to worship together. Um, My favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time is Still Oceans. Still Oceans. Still Oceans. So can we just pray as we sing that song? I want you to just lift your voice and just ask God for faith. Faith. Faith, what? What are walking faith? What are walking faith? Hey. And I will call upon your name, and fix my eyes above the ocean. When oceans rest. My soul will rest in. For I you you. I upon your name. I Thank you for listening to a message from the Life Point Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash Life NG.